look in my eyes. What do nope. you see? Nope, you, you can't do that. The cults of personality. Am I the only person who doesn't like that song? I know your anger. I know your dreams. No, you don't. I've been everything. <laughs> no, you don't. Dog, oh, uh. <laughs> listen. We gonna get we gonna get to it, but y'all, we gotta get right to the shits. We can't really like wait, right? No, we can't really wait. Uh, listeners, long time listeners of the Hard Camera who know the format of this show, listen. We're gonna we're gonna get to like what we're up to. We're gonna get to it. However, a major, major, major event happened within the last week of this beautiful, wonderful, ugly. Lovely, beautiful, ugly, ashy, well-moisturized art form called professional wrestling. And damn it, we're a wrestling podcast, first and foremost, despite (laughs) everything you've heard uh, on this platform within just short of four years. Um, Dog, CM Punk is back. That's pretty wet. In professional wrestling. I don't want to. I don't want to roll through everything because there's so much we can unpack here. So I want to make sure we 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 tackle as much as possible. Dog, just I, I don't know what's, How'd you feel? How'd you feel when? Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. No, yeah, uh, go ahead. I wasn't able to watch it live. Me neither. Um, but I seen some videos and it was electric. I knew some people that were there. Really? And man, and they, and they, you couldn't even hear his music, yeah. they said. Dude, yeah, shout to Devin from uh, Clark Street Wrestling. He was there as well. Um, I didn't get to watch it live either. But. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen, and they just didn't say it was going to happen, but we knew it was going to happen, right? They, I mean, they were like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure they said, it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you, all of you guys know what's going to happen. <laughs> we're not going to say what's going to happen. We're not going to disappoint, play. though. <laughs> We're yeah, not going to disappoint. Because we talked about it before, like, you know, they didn't like the whole Sting surprise. No. And so this was like the surprise without being a surprise. Maybe maybe they were fucking, maybe they were kind of just hinting at shit this whole time just to make uh, TNT, TNT happy. TNT happy. 1,000%. We, we're not going to tell you, so it's technically a surprise, but you better fucking watch. Well, did you see, did you see what he said tonight? I did. I don't even want to get there yet. I don't even want to get there yet. <laughs> nope. Don't even. Nope. No. No. We got time. We got number time, dog. I don't even want to get there yet. I got home at like one thirty in the morning. I had a show, and I was purposely not on the internet. I had a hell of a show. I got home at one thirty in the morning, and I went straight to the dark webs. Yeah. To watch Rampage, and they was there a better way to even do it? It was like, listen, we know the elephant in the room. We're in Chicago in the United Center. Like, you know what's happening. Let's not even bullshit about it. Which it, yeah, let's do it. Let's just get it. Which is partly like a dope function of like late night TV shows front loaded, like they would do with the old Saturday Night's Main Event front loaded with the the main thing but also y'all know what's happening why are we going bullshit yeah 
So this party started. They're chanting his name, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. And it's like the production of it all, right? The drama, the pros go slow, professionals go slow fessional. And that first note hit, dog. How'd your chest feel? I was tight. I loved it. Bruh. It, it, it was, it was, yeah, no, it was nice. Like, did you, now I, listen, salute to the, salute to the man who cried and the, and the one, you know, the one, the, the one that's showing all over the internet, salute yeah. to him. I didn't myself, but like my chest, like my chest, <laughs> felt it. you f- could feel that I've watched it like six times. I don't watch it all that twice. I feel, <laughs> but more than once, right? <laughs> yes, more than once. Like, it was the thing you just thought you would never see. I wonder and, how long they had this set up for. Street Say Talk started in June. Okay, because, and, like, they did, I mean, they were super smart having Rampage start at nine as soon as SmackDown gets over with. Yeah. And it was a way of letting you know Rampage ain't nothing to fuck with. Like, this ain't Thunder. Important things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, And it's only an hour long. Yeah. Uh, According to CM Punk, he had been talking to Tony Khan for years, just a couple years, just getting to know him. Um, Just getting to know who he is. And, you know, guys that work at AEW that he knew, you know, they would just kind of tell him, you know, things about Tony Punk, uh, Tony Punk, uh, Tony Khan, (laughs) until the stuff just, you know, kind of, kind of became a thing. Like, he walked out, and it was one thing, the initial roar when the music hit. And then he walked out, took it all in. When you first saw his face, it's like they got louder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's walking down, taking all his time in the world. I love it. You got to take it in. Drink oh, it yeah. in, Dr- man. Drink it in, man. You know? <laughs> Drank it in, walked down the aisle slowly. Like, you could see his eyes getting watery already. He crowd surfs. He jumps in the crowd. The song goes off, and they're still chanting his name as if, like, uh, uh, I'm clutching this mug of brown liquor. I haven't even (laughs) sipped yet. I haven't taken one sip, but I'm always talking like I'm a bit punch drunk. Just reliving the moment, right? And in typical pro wrestling fashion, the first thing he did was put over Britt Baker. Yep. Like, the first words from CM Punk in a wrestling ring in seven and a half years was putting over Britt Baker. Incredible. Yeah, no, he knew, he knew, he knows what he's doing. You know, he's glad to be back. Dude. And then to sit down. Like, they <laughs> they popped when he sat down Indian style. <laughs> Pipe bomb style. They popped when he took his jacket off. Like, this I don't, is, I don't even know if, like, shit, I bet people were still, like, thinking, like, was that real? And then they watched tonight, and they're like, yeah, it was fucking real. Fucking he's real. He's actually here. He's actually here for real. Took the time to to slowly address. It wasn't an apology. 
I like he chose his words carefully. It wasn't an apology. He said, if I if I made you feel disappointed, please understand that I had to leave. Oh yeah. To get myself right. That's a subtle thing. He didn't apologize for leaving because he honestly doesn't owe us an apology. No, that was all. I mean, that was all for him at the end of the day, really. And then like all the, all the under, I mean, all the other wrestlers that aren't getting any fucking shines. Like, yo, I did it. Dog. And the way it was portrayed on television, like he was a quitter. Like in this day and age of mental health first, right? It's, vibes and energy it's almost become phrases i want to just stop hearing about because you know me since since the early o's that's always been what i'm about mm-hmm. so to hear about it now like i sound like the guy who found the dope ass artist and then everybody found him five years later i sound like that guy but i'm jaded right <laughs> so for it to be the buzzword now it's a little annoying but this is a prime this is the prime example of Getting your getting your shit right. Get your shit right before you jump in front of a crowd, whatever it might be. And then, oh, good, yeah, oh, absolutely. You could tell this wasn't like beaten down, broken down. Like you could tell he was happy to be there. Oh yeah. And the way wrestling blends, you know, behind and in front of the curtain. Like, that leads to the cult figure of CM Punk. You could tell that a lot of who he was as a character was was him with the volume turned up. So him leaving wasn't just a CM Punk move. It was, I hate to be that guy too, it was Philip fucking Brooks. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Everything I've ever said I've been. Possible, I think. Yeah. So we get through that, right? And... With that speech, though, you know who got put over the most? Hmm. Darby fucking Allen. Yeah, no. He definitely did. No, I'm... I'm... And as he should. Yeah, I mean, he he came out there and put people over. And it wasn't just about him. Like, think of... Think of think of Darby Allen. Darby Allen is standing next to Sting, getting called out by CM Punk in his first appearance in seven fucking years. Pretty big. Can you ask? For any, can you ask for anything else? <laughs> can you ask for anything else? He's standing next to Sting. In the rafters with the dope new fucking face paint. I seen them trees. Yeah. I seen them. <laughs> I seen the branches. Getting his name spoken by CM Punk. His first words in a wrestling ring after seven and a half years, dog. What a fucking time. Let me ask you this. Because I'm trying to figure out, like... Uh, Because listen, this was a fucking moment, and I was telling people, listen, this is a moment where you it reminds you why you love this shit. Right? Oh, yeah. 
for sure. I mean, like, I wish it was more of a surprise, but this was, I think this was just too big for them not to. And you know, like we talked about before, sometimes knowing the end result is cool. You know? It'd been like, oh, fucking shit. But here's the thing, though, right? Wrestling on a Friday night, like, I'm 33, you're 32, motherfuckers be out here doing their thing. Like, wrestling on a Friday night is hard to sell to our age bracket. Most motherfuckers out in the world just kicking it. So sometimes surprises, and especially in this world of streaming, sometimes surprises, especially on Friday night, don't don't really hit the same, right? No, I agree. Especially because they what they did one point x million fucking views on the tube within a day or how many days? Like almost two. Yeah. So to know it was coming was a fucking benefit. And I think I think the numbers they did the week before was like seven hundred fifty thousand something on the yeah. debut. Yep. Seven something. So almost yeah. almost double that. Double. <laughs> is there? Because I was trying to think if there's a bigger fucking moment. Is this the biggest pro wrestling moment? Now we'll get to other moments that happened this weekend, but even compared to the other moments that happened this weekend, the closest moment I could think of within the last ten years, and I'll have to really really sit down. But I don't even think it really compares. Was Kofi Mania? Yeah, no, this was this is the biggest thing that's happened in ten years. I can't think of anything seven. else that is that that's been a bigger pro wrestling moment. Like there's been sports entertainment moments, right? John Cena proposed to Brie Bella. Nikki Bella, sorry. Um I'll have to rack my brain. But like I can't think of a bigger fucking moment for pro wrestling as an entire art form. Like in the last 10, like, I'm bugging. definitely took it. Yeah. I'm fucking bugging. And then then to where we're going to go next is like, I'm like, this is going to be good stuff. It's going to be good shit, pal. Dog. Dog. (laughs) Dog. Like, so what does this say for AEW? Are they, are they quote unquote competition yet? Oh, I think they've been competition since, I mean... I think they've been competition since day one. I mean, we've we've seen the numbers, you yeah. know, and the num the numbers are just numbers. But uh, I think it's been all around better. I mean, yeah, it's <clears throat> NXT changed when, and I'm just putting that up against NXT because right. that's on the same night. Mm-hmm. NXT changed whenever AEW started, and I think it changed for the worse. Changed yeah. for, but. Yeah, no, AEW is definitely competition. And that's kind of why I asked the question, too, because of course they've been an alternative. But, you know, even in your answer, you mentioned NXT first versus Raw and SmackDown. Um, I don't know if they're quite they're Listen, they're competition for a fan like me and you, 1,000%. Within the entire landscape, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. Um but with them signing this signing, with the rumors of future signings, with the rumors of other future signings, um, with them landing the the India TV deal, listen, man, they're on the way. Oh yeah, they're There's on the way. Three hundred million people in India, Bruh, <laughs> Listen, we've been talking for the last year and a half about how great it is to be a fan of pro wrestling. Dog, dog. Times now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you and listen, you nailed it right on the fucking head because I asked you last week. Okay, if he debuts, when is his first match? And you were like fucking all out. <laughs> it's gotta be. I was like, you know, what? I don't know. I think I'll hold off. No, it fucking has to be all out. 
it's it's been seven and a half years, and it's in Chicago. Is it at the United Center again? No, it's at the the Now Center, the Now Arena. Okay, okay. See, in WWE, they never go to the United Center. They don't. They go to uh, Rosemont, Allstate. right? Allstate. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. True. Like, I don't know if they've ever done a pay-per-view or even a show at the United Center. They did SummerSlam 94 at the United Center. Um, 94, 94, right. Um, I would imagine they've been back to That is really interesting. i got to look that up now. Like, I want to look that up right. Because, I mean, the United Center can, I mean, they they sold it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, why does WWE never go to the United Center all the time? This is a Reddit form. Uh, this is in 2018. All the time. When WWE's in Chicago, they always go to Allstate, but never. Da, da, da. Um, let's see. And somebody goes, they went there for 94 SummerSlam. <laughs> but also, you know what, too? A lot of these times, it's like they'll nail down like, hey, hell, shit, boom, splash. The reason I was a little held up, right? I was telling you I was getting, like, gifts together for different venues. Yeah. Because I'm trying to secure arrangements and contracts with different venues. And so maybe they have an arrangement or specific contract with Allstate Arena. So for 30 years? (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn, for 30 years? Goddamn. (laughs) Right? Because now that I think about it, Damn, now I think, okay, so WrestleMania 2, they did it from three cities, but in Chicago, it was at Rosemont. WrestleMania 13 was at Rosemont. WrestleMania 22 was at Rosemont. So it's almost like United Center was just like an anomaly. Because if I remember right, WCW used to go to the United Center. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Oh, well, damn. That's interesting. I mean, it just seems like they're missing out. Like, I don't know. I don't know the capacity of each building, but I feel like the United right. Center is way bigger than Rosemont. Right, right, right. They get first part. Oh, you know what? Reading another one because there was another uh, Reddit Reddit post five years ago, um, and this is just a thought. I don't know if this is you know like the thing, but at United Center, they also have the Bulls and the Blackhawks. So what? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the they fuck? just close. So the they fuck? Just don't do shit. Meaning, they just don't do shit when the Bulls and meaning, the Blackhawks are there. Well, meaning maybe WWE doesn't like to be a third option. They need to fucking get that shit out of their head. Yeah, be I don't better know. Off. But it looks like the relationship. But also, you know, just thinking about it, the relationship is long. Because actually, now that I think about it, the United Center, I think. SummerSlam 94 was like one of the first live events at the United Center. So if I think of it that way, they've just had the relationship with Rosemont longer because the building actually has been around longer. Oh, okay, that makes sense. When I'm going to look at when did United Center Oh, yeah. The United Center opened August 18th. 1994. Oh, okay. And now I'm fucking curious. SummerSlam 1994 was August 29th. Probably the first event. That makes sense because um, the Bulls ain't playing. The Blackhawks ain't playing. I don't know what happened there. 
Huh. Look at us. History. Look. <laughs> I'm trying to, session. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to scroll through real quick, see if there's a first event. Um, nope. Hey, yeah, my shit. Listen, man, we, you know, we're taking time to, to talk CM Punk and AEW, but according to the United Center Wikipedia, Opened in 1994, the United Center replaced the Chicago Stadium. It's now demolished predecessor located across the street. The first event held at the United Center was WWF SummerSlam. Hey, salute. Blackhawks, due to the lockout, Blackhawks did not move in until January 1995. Damn. Yeah. Salute. Salute. All right. Give me that. So that's funny. They took they have the thirty plus year relationship with Rosemont, and was like, "Nah, we still want United Center first. We're gonna pay that." Listen, I like I, that's that's kind of fire. That's kind of yeah. fire. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's kind of fire. We'll we'll be the first one, and we never have to go back. We popped the United Centers. Uh, we were there first. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, you know, back to CM Punk, back to AEW. This is fucking huge, dude. And we were already locked in anyway, but the wealth of talent over there, keep him away from the, the, the world championship for a little bit. We don't need that just yet. There's plenty of stories we could tell of him, you know, on the road to that. Um, rumors of a few upcoming signings, which was uh, alluded to during the interview with Tony Schiavone. Goodness. He, yeah, he said, basically just told everybody. <laughs> didn't he, though? Didn't he though? You gotta, bit, you gotta be a bit more patient for that more one. More patient, but hell, listen, man. He didn't say it, but he said it, which means TNT got that rating coming. And that one's supposed to be like in Madison Square Garden. September? No, uh, Arthur Ashe, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Okay. Arthur Ashe Stadium. I like that too. That they don't necessarily like United Center is United Center, but like they're not going to Barclays. They're not even going to Madison Square Garden. They're going to Arthur Ashe Stadium. I thought. I thought they were going. I thought it was. Magic Square Gardens, where they're going there for that one. Um, not for that one, but I remember seeing. Let's look it up now. Uh, no, no, I'm not seeing it at all. Uh, Chris Jericho and why AEW decided not to go to Madison Square Garden. I knew they were going to okay. Arthur Ashe, but will AEW ever run? We'll see. You know, we'll see. And hell, you know, it, it's it's cool to have that identity, right? To make certain places their own. Um, I like that. I'm with no, that, I like man. that too. Yeah. I definitely gotta go to full gear. Yeah. I gotta go to full I think gear. You're gonna have to. That ticket, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I live close enough to where I can make it in full gear um and the drive not be too hectic on my soul and on my body. I knew the ticket was gonna be wild anyway. But damn. <laughs> what is it? I, well, they're not on sale yet. Oh, uh, okay. But I was already that anticipating. Shit, I, it'll sell out super fucking fast. I remember the last yeah. couple all outs sold out within minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Full gear, you mean? Yeah, yeah, full yeah. gear, yeah. Or fucking shit, yeah. AW pay-per-view, shit. I feel like I feel like if you can get in there before the bots get all the tickets, like, they That's have gonna be the problem. prices. That's going to be the problem, yeah. Because, like, whenever, whenever we've been to, like, some big events, like, they're selling tickets for each seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a yeah. certain, like each seat is a different price, right? But not section wise, right? So that's gonna be the thing: getting in there early because the bots will get it, and then they're gonna jack the price up on the secondary markets. I have to be okay. I have to. It, the, my my uh, my strategy is to just know kind of where I want to sit in relation to the ring, 
and just be okay with the price. <laughs> yeah. Because if I think about it too much, that shit is gone. So, yeah, no, you can't wait on something like that. Yeah, nah, nah. But yeah, man, uh, 26 minutes in. Big Ren, how are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, talk to me, dog. Oh, I'm still a little bit beat from this weekend. Uh-oh. So it was, <laughs> you seen the picture. I'm going to have to throw that, we'll have to throw that on the IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about it, man. How was the, how was the, how was the wedding? How was the experience? Oh, man, it was hot. <laughs> Wearing a suit in like 95 degree weather and y'all know I don't wear suits. Yo. Um, yeah, all right, yeah, check this shit out. Like, we were supposed to, they wanted us to get dressed at 1230. Yep. In the afternoon, and pictures yep. weren't until three thirty. <laughs> yep. Like you got thirteen rowdy ass dudes, and you want us to put our fucking suits on? His party was that big. Yeah. Ooh. There's thirteen. There's thirteen in each party. Ooh. Uh, one guy missed his flight to get in. He missed his flight to leave. Jeez, dude. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, like. Like, aren't, like, the photographers, like, supposed to take pictures of, like, the dudes, like, getting dressed and, like, oh, ha, ha, like, funny um, shit? Kind of. That's more so, yeah. that's more kind of like a videographer who's just kind of documenting it. Um, when I was best man, they just took a picture of me putting my guy's um, cummerbund on. Yeah, there was um, none of that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> there was none of that. But yeah, no, we take all the pictures and shit. Everything was cool. And uh, get the wedding done. It was it was fine. Everything went great. Uh, the girl I was walking with spilt a bunch of wicker on her shirt right before we're supposed to walk out. <laughs> Word. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, like so. I mean, I was looking okay then. You know, I was Look- at least I didn't spill a bunch of shit on myself. Looking okay then. I can't yeah, help but I'm getting a visual now. I don't know who you walked with. Do I? Do I have I ever met her or ever seen her? Do I know who you walked with? I'm not sure. I'm just getting a picture of like you in a suit and her with like liquor on her dress, and it still feels like it's just appropriate. It just feels like an appropriate yeah. picture, an appropriate image. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, every, yeah, we got undoing that, and like we took all of our pictures before, so then the family takes pictures after. Right. So like this is like an hour. Like as soon as like we get done taking pictures, I go ask photographers. So I'm like, yo, we're good. <laughs> you don't need us anymore, right? Yeah. Let me ask you this before shit. you keep going. Do you have any pictures of you in the suit? Do you have any? No. Goodness, you're fucking Bigfoot. Go ahead. <laughs> fucking Sasquatch ass. Go ahead. <laughs> but I asked the photographer, I'm like, yo, so we're good on pictures and everything. We're done, right? We don't have any more pictures to take. I can go change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah, you can go change. Oh, my Bet. God. So I got put my I got put my fucking my new white high tops on, <laughs> my cut off camos. Oh my god! And my and my cut off Judas Priest shirt. Of course. Back on my bandana on. around my hair because it's hot. Yeah, true out. enough. Got to protect the locks. And like I, I walk back out there and like drinking and shit and like she comes back up to me. And she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> oh my god. Now, I'm did like, you explicitly well, you say? Mean? Did you explicitly say, "Hey, can I change clothes?" Oh yes, I did. Okay. Well, oh yes, I did. Shinga. I said, "Yeah, we got to do the introductions." Oh my lord. <laughs> oh jeez. I'm like, well, shit. There's no turning back now. We just oh, gotta fucking. God. We just gotta kill it. And, I, and I'm wearing the and the, the Jews pre-shirt. I'm wearing like it's not. It's not bad. 
Like it says, it says if you don't like Judas Priest. Oh my God! What's it say next? Fuck you. It's not bad though. It's not bad. It's like when my guy wore the fucking highest shit T-shirt at my goddamn. Yeah, go ahead. It's like this, like this, this so like this is cooler than that though. This is cooler than that. Go ahead. Oh yeah. This, so this like... said fuck. His only said shit. <laughs> At your family's cookout. Go ahead. This is a wedding with about 150 <laughs> people. <laughs> Some of whom I fought in front of at a baby shower. Keep going. Go ahead. Oh, man. Now I have my sunglasses on, my bandana on. Mm-hmm. So, fuck, we just got to we just gotta kill it. Oh, man. Just gotta, I mean, there's, no, there's no turning back, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can't make them wait on me. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> this is true. So let me ask you this. Because I know the groom was cool with it. In in our yeah. limited interactions, um, I know he was cool with it. What did? How did the bride feel? And how did the bridesmaids feel? And how did everyone feel? Especially, the, how about the Every- girl walking with you? Walk me through this. Everybody was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they were. And I told everybody, I was like, "Yo, she fucking. She told me. Oh man, she told me we're good." You asked the like, wrong person, but okay, go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, she was the one taking the pictures, so I mean. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. But go ahead. She was the one taking the picture, so like I feel like she's kind of in charge of all of us. No, like, dog. No. <laughs> but go ahead, keep going. Yeah, man. Like, no, everybody was like, oh, like, like, did you plan this? I was like, no, I didn't fucking plan this. Like, <laughs> I'm not that much of a dickhead. Like, come on. Oh my god! So, what did the bride think? She didn't seem to mind. Oh shit! <laughs> We'd all been drinking. She didn't seem. She was like, "Oh, that Ren." Yeah, we oh, all got that god. one friend. <laughs> Jeez. So let me ask this, because I think I saw the picture. It looked like you were probably like sixth or seventh in the thirteen. Am I correct? Yeah, I was like. And I was like, yeah, I was right around. That was like five or six. Okay, so at least it wasn't like right before the bride and groom. Yes, they had enough of a wedding party to drown you, to drown it out. I was, I was definitely getting some looks. What words? Scowls. You don't say. <laughs> Maybe they didn't like Judas Priest. <laughs> there, there were some people though. Like they're like they're giving me thumbs up. Like, Hell yeah! Look at this guy. Listen, this guy's fucking rad. <laughs> the thing I definitely learned about weddings is that you're gonna piss some people off, and you're gonna make some people love you. It don't matter what yeah. you do. We probably pissed some more people off after like the speeches started. We or <laughs> tell me more. Me, me, and one of the other homies. Did you give a speech? No, but okay. like when her speech has started, he comes over to me and he's like, yo, let's go smoke this joint. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so we get up and just like walk maybe like 20 yards to the left. Ooh, 60 feet. <laughs> <laughs> thinking like, thinking the smoke will go like the other way. Because uh-huh. y'all were outside, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh the my smoke God. goes like right into God. the tent, the canopy where everybody's sitting. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, dog, let's two, walk. The two mullet dudes. Let's walk 60 paces. While the oh speeches are going on. While they were going on? Ren. Holy shit. Ren. If and when I get uh, married, you're going to be wearing a suit until at least after the grand introductions. 
for one. Gotcha. The photographer does not run a goddamn thing. <laughs> Duly noted. Duly fucking noted. Also, you'll be around when the speeches are being given. Holy fucking shit. See, that wasn't my idea. That wasn't my idea to <laughs> run off. That wasn't I was my like, oh, idea. Fuck it. I mean, I already, I already look like this. It can't get any worse. Jeez. Yeah, I, that's that's a line of thinking. That's a line of thinking. I'm, so, I'm probably never going to be invited to a wedding ever again. <laughs> listen, was that that was in the hometown, right? Yes. Outside the hometown? Yeah. yeah. Nobody in the hometown. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Or they might book you for fucking weddings. Holy shit. Golly. So, um, how mean was your Cupid Shuffle? Was it solid? I didn't even hit the dance floor, bro. Word? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm shocked, and I'm astonished. We were, uh, we were smoking a lot of weed. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> 61 paces away? Yeah, it was, well, after that, it was kind of just like, wherever. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. So you didn't hear any of the speeches? No. (laughs) (laughs) So you gained no sentimentality at all of the entire night? Yeah, yeah, I was there. (laughs) Oh my god. No, the answer is no. (laughs) The answer is no. How was the DJ? Uh, From what I remember... Pretty good. I remember. Oh, he played your shit? No, I don't think they were going to play anything. (laughs) If I went up there to request anything, they would say, fuck you. They didn't play Tinder Kisses from Tracy Spencer? Nope. I don't think they did. If they did, I missed that one. What kind of of music did they play, just knowing the bride and groom? I imagine it wasn't like, I didn't, I figured they didn't play No Hands. Uh, it was like the rap that was going on, like when we were down in Carbondale. So they probably may have played No Hands, huh? Yeah. Damn. Huh. So like, was there just like the one black dude with like the weird hairstyle, but he did all the cool dance moves? No, I'm trying to mm. think. Mm. Couldn't even. There's invite. one black dude. There's one black dude in the wedding party with us. Okay. Okay. And then there's another black dude. Uh, he was. I think no. He was a D. It was a DJ. It was a mm, black dude. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because like he came over and got all of our names, and like as soon as he seen me, he just started. He said, "Really?" It started yep. dying like facts. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. I'm dying that it took you a second to realize that the other black dude was the DJ. <laughs> that is. That's the only time I seen him. Whenever like I went up there. <laughs> Whatever we got all of our names and shit before we walked out. Oh my god! So one time I seen him. Did the black dude in the wedding party was he a dancer? Was he on the floor? Or were you even paying attention? I couldn't even tell you. I get fascinated. Yo, okay. I pull. I got pulled my pulled my pocket knife out and started cutting up this food. Holy fuck! The silverware wasn't enough for you, dog. It was like it was like a butter knife, bruh. Oh, uh, the chicken was too tough. Ain't gonna go there. <laughs> Oh no, no, please do. <laughs> no, please do. I feel like every wedding I've been to, the food is like tough as hell. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, they have like chicken, steak, yeah. uh, your fixings. The fixings. You know? The fixings. 
but yeah, no, like I feel like all of the, every time I've been to a wedding, all the food is like tough. No oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I, just like, want, I okay. did make sure that like the photographer that I seen her later, I was like, hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, do you th- like I? This wasn't the plan here. Oh my this god. This gear. Yeah. Like yeah. you told me I could change clothes. I said what? I said that. I said yes. Like you think I would have done this? Purpose. <laughs> I know what my shirt says, but goddamn. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, you told me I could do this. And she's like, oh, no, I don't believe that at all, and just straight up walked off. Oh, my God. She knew she said that. Oh, jeez. Well, hell. Hell. All right, Tom. Well, hell. She's going to be dying out. I know, I know other story. people were like, yo, this dude was rad. We need to book him for a party. And then the others was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, that's jeez. right. I only ask. I can't win them all. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly, nobody bats a thousand. Um, I always get fascinated because I'm like largely the only black dude at weddings because I'd be hosting them. But sometimes they'll be like, when I first started out, there'd always be like one black dude at weddings, and he would try to like hang out a little too close to me. <laughs> and so lately, I like it's not happening as much. It's like one, and he'll hang out. And I was only actually the black. Dude, I was the black dude at the wedding, the wedding I went to a couple weeks back, but. You know me, I don't really give a shit, and I, I had duties. I had to hit my little two-step, my little spin moves, because I was, I, <laughs> I was a social statement for the person who brought me, right? Yeah. Uh, so i just be wondering, like, what be going through the minds of the... Uh... And plus, my lining was tight. <laughs> well, see, like, yeah, speaking of line, uh-huh. like, the photographer, like, she was supposed to line us up for, like, the fucking, like the rehearsal like yeah. how we're supposed to stand uh, her line was jagged as fuck i bet like she and she was like yep you're good and i was like there's a dude standing like to the left in front of me and yeah. whoever's standing behind me was standing like to the left behind me yeah it's like what what's going like she's just Duh. nah <laughs> she's gonna remember you for a long time Fucking better. She, she told me I can change my clothes. <laughs> it's, it's only it's only rat. She's gonna be dining dining out on this wedding forever, for a long time. She'll show the people who you are. You see this guy, this this fucker here. This fucker here. This fucker here. <laughs> I stopped listening to Judas Priest because of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is interesting to me because like, you can't. I was talking about this like maybe yesterday the day before like you can't you can't take your mind off of work. No. And I don't mean you specifically, I mean like you in general people like we always say, man, don't take the work home with you. But like the only people who don't take work home with them are the people who don't have jobs. Oh shit. Yeah. And half of them are thinking about getting jobs or <laughs> waiting for the the check to come in. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna be. Whenever, I'm just gonna be wondering when she goes through all those pictures. Yeah. And because I, I, I have my sunglasses on too. Like I was the first person to wear my sunglasses in the introduction. Well, I can't fuck this up anymore, so I just keep the oh shades on. They're god. pretty hard. Oh my god. Okay, there will be uniformity at my wedding, my if and when wedding. But I'm just thinking about yeah. She'll think about you forever. Like we've been on the podcast. Clearly, I talk about work often. You've talked about work mad often. Like, even the fucking Burger King worker talks about fucking LaShonda at the crib who takes days off. And when she does come to work, she don't work. And I got to carry her load. Like, 
This shit don't leave. It is. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was tonight. We got this new girl. Well, she's not new, but she's helping out with deliveries. She's been leaving her fucking drink where we keep our orders See? that are about to be taken out. I moved her fucking drink once, and she went and got another one because she didn't know where the fuck I put it. And I moved that one again. <laughs> so you just got cups stacking everywhere. Um, well, she's a dumbass. It was standing right in front of her. <laughs> but you see what I mean? So, and let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you love what you do? No. <laughs> right. Right. That's, I was thinking, like, you know me, dog. I've been an ass busting. I used to have way more ass. I'm getting some back. I bust a lot of ass for this position, right? And even before that, I bust a lot of ass just to get to something that I that I really found fulfillment in. Not that work defines us, but, like, that, that might just be some bullshit we say. It might kind of define us. You know what I'm saying? So at the very least, we have to love this shit. Like it's it's corny to just say do what you love, right? It's corny to say do yeah. what you love. But like do what you love. CM Punk didn't love it anymore. No. He loved it, but he had to leave it to love it again, right? Mm-hmm. The photographer loves it. And maybe later on, she's going to be able to laugh at the experience with you. But she loves it. You don't love it, but it still weighs on your mind. The Burger King worker doesn't love it, but it weighs on your if, mind. If she can't love it, man, she got to find a new job. Ex- exactly. I love it even if I complain about certain aspects. But I complain because I'm passionate about it and I love it. And overall, this shit is not going to get me down. But... I get a lot of people, and I'm just kind of sprawling a little bit, but I get a lot of people. I used to get a lot of people who were like, hey, why don't you just, like, you ever thought about going, like, independent, starting your own company? Um, And my answer is no. <laughs> no. Yeah. The, the structure I have within my company, like, the company I work for started over 20 years ago. It started in the 90s. A dude and his dorm room, right? Like that, and it's sprawled into taking over the better part of Midwest. We have nine offices, right? Like that's hard. It's pretty big. Yeah. It's 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 the largest overall. It's the largest DJ company. We may not be the biggest in each city, but overall, it's the largest DJ company. But that's hard. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of diligence. A lot of effort. It's a lot of getting to know people and people believing in your work. Because I think of this, shout out to DJ Reed City. And uh, real quick, I forgot to mention this. He texted me and said, hey, tell Ren we're down for life for his CB4 reference uh, hey, last week. hell yeah. Um, what, whatever, man. Motherfuckers, I, whatever. Eh, makes me sick. Motherfuckers love Ren. I, whatever. Whatever. Makes me sick. Uh, hell yeah. You're not, you're not even tight. Um, but I think of DJ Reed City and his IG, I saw he did a wedding a couple weeks back. And I got to salute that. I don't know if it was his first wedding. I'm not sure. But, like, he's independent. And, actually, for those who, who for those who listen on Fridays, go check out his Twitch page. Twitch.tv slash DJ Reed City. I hope I got that right. I'm just kind of sprawling. But he's independent, right? Yeah. That shit is not easy. No. It's you know one I mean? thing to be able to knock out a couple apartment parties. <laughs> From your homies, 
But then to have an independent handle a wedding, the biggest day of your life thus far. Yeah. And trust me, I know the pressure that people try to put on it. So like using him as an example, again, salute to salute to bro. That shit is tough to run it all about. You have to love this shit. Whatever your shit is, you have to. Yeah. Or just until you find a new job. Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Cause you go, there's going to be certain aspects you bitch about, but I'd rather bitch about something that I love. Right. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be like in the, I'd rather complain about being in the middle of playing no hands and some mom wants to hear fucking Mustang Sally. Like, ma'am. Not going to happen, lady. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. Like, I'd rather that be my complaint. I'd rather be, I'd rather have a complaint about trying to depussify this this new generation of young bucks who, who either A, think they're something that they're really not, or B, won't let, are holding themselves back from being what they can be. I rather I rather that be my complaint. Oh man, this dude's being being real real pussy right now. That reminds me of someone I mentioned too. But um, yeah, man, I just yeah, just a thought, just a thought, just thinking out loud. I uh, I mentioned the word pussy just now. That reminded me of something. And I and and talking about you being fucking a legend and immortalized and how it makes me sick. Hey, um, he said there's there's no turning back from when I when I threw on the cut. <laughs> I threw on the gear. No turning back. Well, you've been legendary for years now. It just still, uh, I'm just hating. I'm still just hating. I ain't gonna whatever. Hate, 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 like, hate. It was either it was either the cruel. I mean, the Judas Priest shirt. I said fuck you on it. Yeah. Or the cruel force shirt with the devil on it. Either. Oh Jesus. <laughs> wow. You didn't have a 200 <laughs> stab wound shirt. Nope, I didn't. The other, the only oh. other one that I had, I had two other shirts, but I wore the first one to the re- uh, rehearsal the night before. It was a Motorhead shirt. They should have knew you were setting its own. And then the other shirt I had was another like devil shirt. It's a band called Hell Ripper. Hell Ripper. All right. All right. <laughs> well, yes, immortalized is the kind of point I was getting at. You being immortalized. Um. I'm immortalized in ways that nobody knows about. However, I have a platform to talk about it. Uh, Ren, you ever listen to the Joe Budden podcast? Never. Well, so a couple, uh, it's got to be maybe two months ago. Um, they were talking about the word, and I just remember this right now because I said depussification. Uh, talking about the word pussy. Like, call like, oh man, you pussy, right? And they were joking about, like, uh, you know, catering to the women. Um, I sent a tweet to the crew one day. Now, I don't know why I know this, but I know this, that the word pussy, meaning, oh, man, you being pussy, is short for the word pusillanimous. Never heard of her. No doubt. Bless you. Pusillanimous means a man basically, basically just somebody who's scared. Right? He's being pusillanimous. He's nervous. He's timid. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And it got shortened to the word pussy. And people just happened to attribute it 
to women. So I sent that tweet, and then maybe a couple shows later, there was like somebody said pussy, and it was like, oh, whoa, 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 we can't say. Well, remember, we can't say pussy no more. <laughs> the word is pusillanimous, and there was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, and then it was like, um, and they explained what it means, and they were like, yeah, who said that? And they go, shit, I don't know, man, some guy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sitting there, oh, man, immortalized. Yeah, tight. They couldn't even give you a fucking We didn't even say my name. That's fine. I didn't, listen, I didn't need a shout. I was just trying to, you know what I'm saying, just contribute wow. something. Um, but so for those who listen, uh, and I know it's a very slim margin of the audience, for those who listen to Joe Budden podcast, if they ever say the word pusillanimous or if you heard them say it recently, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Tell your friends. And if you follow my Twitter, which I'll drop my Twitter, you'll see the tweet favorited. Uh, it's in my favorites, so this ain't no, uh, this ain't no bullshit. Um, anyway, what else is new, Ren? <laughs> That's about it, man. Just, yeah. uh, setting the tone for parties, weddings. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, you know, they, they, they knew I was there to party. Yeah, you ain't lying. So, yeah. You ain't lying. I mean, Did you party, though? Yeah, we partied. Yeah. I was like, kick out of the hotel twice the first night. Twice? We were outside partying. You couldn't just relegate it to the hotel rooms? Well, I mean, there was like 30 of us. Oh, jeez. Yeah? Oh, yeah, true. So, I mean, figured outside would be better. Where you at the, where you at the Holiday Inn? Uh, it's this new hotel over there by uh, the old big boy. Okay. I know yeah. the area. I don't know what hotel. I haven't been in the hometown in forever. It's like a town place suites or some shit. Oh, got you. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah. You remember that song, Holiday Inn? From Chingy? I do. Nothing chilling at the house. What was he going to do? Like sixth grade. What was he going to do if the girl didn't call him? Right? You remember the chorus? What you doing? Yeah. Nothing chilling at the Holiday Inn? Just him and his boys at the Holiday Inn. Like, what if she didn't call? Just him and his dudes. Him and his boys. Just him and his dudes. At the, just at the hotel. Uh, yeah. That's always bothered me. Rap songs, rap lyrics have always bothered me a little bit. Like, if you take them out of context... Like, like, take no hands, right? Do you know the first bars of no hands? Been a long time. All that no. ass in those jeans. Can Wale beat? Can Roscoe sweet squeeze? Huh? Can my guy beat? Can my guy squeeze them cheeks? Like, think of that. I don't know, whatever, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nelly said, is that your ass or, or is your mama half reindeer? Like. What? Right. Right. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Got a question. Is that your ass or is your mama half reindeer? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I, I've never seen a reindeer over there. I don't yeah. know. Rappers, dog. Rappers. Rappers. Um. Yeah, man, this has been a <laughs> a good way to start, man. Let's press play. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 126 of the Hard Camera THC CXXVI and I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just under your visual. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner as always, <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Hurricane and Rosie. The superheroes in training. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. Got it, amigo. 
you guys can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a mafucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. You can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check that shit out. No doubt. Hit me on Twitter and the instant grams. At Juvie Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page at The Hard Camera on Twitter, on the Instagrams. Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, heretoforth, a cool poll or something. Things of that nature. But above all else, listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, and some are even listening on Radio Public. Salute to you. Wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that is 100% reindeer, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Big Ren the Legendary. We, this past weekend, had two shows. We had SummerSlam 2021. We had NXT TakeOver 36. I'll be honest, dog. I'll be honest. Now, 15, well, 14 matches and a thing happened. Let's be honest. We probably don't yeah. need to recap all 14 matches. Let's just, let's just keep it a buck, right? Yeah, I know we do. But we do need to recap and let the people know how we did predictions-wise. Now, of course, 15 matches were announced. One of them we threw out. I'm sure you guys know which one it was. So, of the 14 matches left, Big Ren went 12 of 14. Taking his overall total to 42 out of 61 matches, 68.85%. You got Juve went 12 of 14. Taking my total to 47 of 61, 77.04%. There was really no other way it could go. We agreed on every single match except for one. And the one that we did not agree on, we both got it wrong. So, hell. Well, hell. Hell, bud. Uh, hell, bud. Let's start with SummerSlam. It happened first. Yeah. So let's start with it. Um, what Before we break it down, overall... Overall, what did you think of the entire show? It was pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Um. Okay, just pretty good. What what kind of leads you that yeah. way? We don't, uh, we don't have I to mean, break it all was, the way down yet, but it was just pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was an easy watch. Put it that way. I uh, this was a tale of two Summer Slams. I tell you what. Yeah. I'm going to have to go thumbs dead ass in the middle. Like, we started off with an enjoyable, feel-good moment with RK-Bro. It was a short match, right? Like seven minutes. And I got to tell you, man, big trash. Big, big trash. Um, up until the last hour, Edge and Seth Rollins delivered, Roman Reigns and John Cena delivered, 
Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, shit, well, <laughs> look at me, Freudian slip, uh, Bobby Lashley and Goldberg, we'll get there, um, <laughs> it was saved by the last, the last three matches of the night, um, so let's dig into it, man, what was your match of the night? Uh, Edge and Seth, uh, Edge and Seth Rollins. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, that was just a fucking, dude, that was, that shit was hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were... It was just a good story. It was a good payoff. You know, Edge Edge should have won that one, and he did. Yeah. I expected it. Well, you know, let's start with the entrance, man. Ooh, that brood entrance. That was fire. Uh, Michael Cole kind of corned it up, but that was kind of fire. That's what he does. He's going to his – he's in a dark place. <laughs> um, That was hard. That was super hard. And then going into uh, the altar bridge. Um, Yeah, that was dope, man. Um, I did like the match. I did like the match a lot, man. I'll be honest. I was, I was, I was so thrown off by stuff before the match, before this part of the of the show, that I feel like I kind of zoned a little bit. I was texting my cousin, and we were texting back and forth, and I'm like, "Dog," I said. The only thing saving, I just just bring on Roman Reigns Johnson. That's the only thing I can say this night. He was like, oh, what about Edge and Seth Rollins? I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot that match was still coming. <laughs> yeah, the the match before that. I think it was before that. Oh, yeah, no, we'll get there. We'll get there. Could definitely make you think that. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. Um, I like that match, too. I, I liked it a lot. It um, The finish, kind of, I was expecting more of a build. I was expecting more false finishes, um, more kickouts. But I guess we had to save that for the main event. Um, shit. Yeah. So, I mean, the tap out was cool. He almost put him in the yes lock. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. He almost did. Um, smashing his face into the mat. That was cool. I really thought we were going to get the... Uh, ooh, excuse me. I really thought we were going to get uh, the beat down afterward. I thought Seth Rollins would do something nefarious afterward to keep this thing going. Just over. Yeah. Just kind of just ended. Left him with his feel-good moment. Um, you know, I guess we'll see tonight if this does continue. Um, I I figured it'd be a good way to 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 write Edge off TV via beatdown. Um, streets say that there may be some moves happening soon. We'll see about that. I don't like to necessarily follow the rumors, but hey, uh, acknowledging the streets because they be talking. Um, I'm with you too, man. I'm with you too. That was that was a great match. Um, since you took that one, I gotta go with the other match, man. The main event, dog. Roman Reigns and John Cena. It was pretty good. I just thought I thought it went on just a little too long, but I mean, yeah. And I mean, I feel like there's only so much John Cena can do. <laughs> I feel you. You know, but he went out there and put on a hell of a performance. We we all knew the outcome of that motherfucker. True, and I liked it within the context of the match, in the sense of like the story was Roman Reigns is gonna whoop John Cena's ass. But all John Cena has to do is get a one, two, three, right? Mm-hmm. So that was how it played into the match. And that was like the first like three fourths of the match was like Roman Reigns is whooping his ass. He's fighting. John Cena's fighting because never give up. But then, you know, that last quarter of the match was like the tide turned. It wasn't so much John Cena trying to squeak out a victory as much as it was. Listen, dog, I'm John fucking Cena. I've whooped a lot of ass in my 20 years. 
Your ass can get whooped too. You're not, not tonight. <laughs> right, yeah, just not tonight. But <laughs> it turned into a fight. I loved and I was and I was uh for those watching, I was manning the uh the the uh the Twitter. Um I was gonna tweet this and, and I was in the middle of tweeting it until the 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 big surprise happened, which we'll get to. Um I tell all my staff, right, being an event director, and I said it a little bit ago, pros go slow. Professionals go slow fashional. This match was a master class in the art of pros go slow. Oh yeah, you had two pros up in there. It's it was a they were taking slow their time. build, methodical match. He's 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 cutting promos during the match, Roman Reigns, and only the style he can. It it was it was a mini epic. It was a mini epic. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. To where toward the end of the match, there was more drama, the kickouts, the big kickouts, to where when he finally signaled for the spear, I wasn't sure he was actually gonna hit the spear. I know, yeah, I was thinking the same shit. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I don't ooh, how does this how do I how does this make me feel? Um But yeah, I, I really liked it. I love the slow build, I love the epic. I think this match did more for Roman Reigns than their first match did, the No Mercy 2017 match. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It it fulfilled the goal that that match didn't quite hit. That was Hogan Warrior. I'm not sure what this match was as far as the comparison goes, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, this match this match hit for me. I, I really liked it. And then, listen, I didn't see this coming. I didn't either. I didn't see it coming, dog. See, I, oh, it was kind of spoiled for me. Was it? Yeah, like my dumbass. I what fucking happened? hopped on my web browser, mm. and the first page that was on there was the Gora the site that would. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and like, it was the fucking the top little scroll through banner. Like, yeah, I looked away as soon as I seen it. I was like, maybe yep. I didn't see that. Maybe, maybe I, I didn't, didn't see that. But you know, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Goro made his way back. Where did his neck go? Man, I think he took it off and, and ponytailed it to the back of his head. Like, like his head was like crammed down in his shoulders. I swear. <laughs> How the fuck you get bigger and like toned up more? Like what? He's working in that butcher shop. God damn. Holy cannolis, dog. Brock Lesnar is back, and listen, dog, I am compelled. Yeah, no, this is going to be fun. I'm, you think it'll happen in Extreme Rules? I don't know, because that's a WrestleMania-worthy match. Yeah, it is. Like, Extreme Rules, that don't really... Like, I don't really care. Sure, Rose has been kind of weak lately, too, this past couple of years. Yeah, right? And I don't want to say this is a response to CM Punk because, I mean, I mean, but shit. I mean, but shit. I was going to say, I was at first I was going to say no because, like, clearly it had to be in talks to make this happen. But then again, here's the thing. It's been rumored forever that CM Punk was coming. Yeah. It's been rumored for weeks, nay, months, right? So that gives them time to negotiate with Brock and give him the check they're looking for, that he was looking for, even if they didn't necessarily have plans. I mean, the streets were saying 
this was moved up. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, Cause obviously even, something else was moved up too, but yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And we'll, actually, let's tackle that next. the The thing yeah. though is like, you can't do it because what we just did, we did Hell in a Cell already, right? Yeah, that was yes. the last pay per view. Um, Extreme Rules, like, who cares? It's it's a September, but maybe I mean shit. Maybe they want a big pay per view match to counter all out. We can't do that. Like, we can't do the Survivor Series because that's the competition show. Go ahead. No, uh, like this is kind of off subject, but like when we were just talking about pay per views, they're already advertising for Money in the Bank for next year. For you next year, because it's in Vegas. Yeah, because it's in Vegas where yeah, SummerSlam that, that's was. A big ass stadium for Money in the Bank. Is it going to be at the same stadium? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's a dope crowd for it, but that set that set was trash. Yeah, I didn't really like super that trash. They didn't have a fucking stage. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so Brock Lesnar came. We're setting in the motions, man. The it, it's the Tribal Chief versus a baby face Brock Lesnar, which we haven't seen in years, with Paul Heyman. Some kind of stuck in the middle. Well, weird triangle going on here. I'm I'm compelled. I'm not gonna front. Oh no, I'm with it. I'm compelled. We just don't know when that can happen. Brock ain't gonna be on SmackDown tonight, right? You don't think? Uh, they'll shit, a, they'll a, they'll address it. But this the follow up is gonna be very key. Very yeah, yeah. very key. Maybe they just say, "Yo, he's lurking." But they don't necessarily say, yo, he's coming for the next match. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, you see the footage of Brock uh, putting the beats on John Cena afterward? I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's what John gets for screwing Finn Balor over. That's what he gets. That's what he gets. John Cena could take a SummerSlam ass whooping, can he? God damn. Oh, yeah. Yes, he can. My goodness. He came to town to get beat up. Yes, he, yes, he damn sure did. So... This moment, we can segue one of two ways, but I want to ask this question. I want to go here first because Brock Lesnar is coming back, and of course he's coming back to the A show. It's SmackDown, right? But what does it what does it mean? And this is purely speculation, right? Bobby Lashley has been saying Candyman's name for years. Oh yeah. He's been saying Brock Lesnar's name for years. He said it on the Broken Skull Sessions. the last He's been saying Brock Lesnar's name for years. He wants the Brock Lesnar match. What does it say that we're apparently not getting it? And again, it's all speculation. Is it a Brock Lesnar call? Is it a Vince McMahon call? It's hard to say, honestly. I could see it being, I mean, I could see it being both. Yeah. You know, but... I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe either of them don't doesn't think it'll be a big draw, like Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Right, and because that's the thing too. We don't know when this Brock Roman Reigns match will happen. For one, and for two, yeah, th- you know, it had you had to create the moment. It had to be that moment, right? But we've seen Brock Lesnar take on Ricochet. We've seen Brock Lesnar take on Rey Mysterio. We've seen him take on Finn Balor. So he's taken on lesser names. Now, he didn't take them on as his first match in the return, so maybe we still get the Bobby Lashley-Brock Lesnar match later. 
maybe we're just holding out for it. But still, just, you know, something to be said here. Something to yeah. be said here. I guess it's time to watch. Um, I know I brought up Bobby Lashley's name, but let's... Um, Which way you want to take it, man? Do you want to take it to Bobby Lashley and Goldberg, or do you want to take it to the moment that... Uh, the the other moment, the other return of SummerSlam. Let's get, let's get the let's get the Bobby bro, uh, Bobby Bobby Goldberg shit out of the way. Yeah, bringing up Bobby Lashley. Um, if y'all, yeah, this is a this is a reason why y'all gotta pay attention to us on Twitter. Uh, again, I was I was I was holding down the the, the THC Twitter, and if y'all go check that timeline at the hard camera on Twitter during the entrance. During Goldberg's entrance, I tweeted, is Goldberg walking with a limp? Mm. He been hit with a few shells, shot to 50 cent. Mm. It was very, very, very subtle. And then the, and then the, listen, listeners, go back, go back to to season 34, episode one of SummerSlam. (laughs) He was walking with a, a slight, slight limp. That left knee sleeve was a little bigger than the right one. And then we saw how the match played out. Just a, just a small thing. How what you think of the match, man? Talk me through. I've been, I've been, I've been talking a lot. Let me take a swig of water. It was, it was a Goldberg match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think, I don't think he should have been as dominant as he was mm-hmm. in the beginning. I mean, they kind of made it seem like Bobby was gonna squeak out of this one. Yeah. You know, for how I mean, he's their fucking main dude on Raw. Yeah. You know, and they they made it seem like he was struggling with this. Right. And and yeah, Goldberg's who he is, but fuck all that. It's um, you saw Goldberg. There was there were a couple matches where, or not matches, a couple spots where it was looking a little shaky. Like the strength oh, yeah. one, strength one there. Uh uh-uh. uh You know what I'm saying? I was praying. I was like, fuck. I hope he doesn't try for a jackhammer. Yeah. 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 It's not gonna work. Strength wasn't there, dog. Um, you you made a point. He kind of made it seem like he was squeaking by. I did notice though, like Goldberg's veteran wiles kind of held him. You know his his Goldberg mystique kind of held him down. But once Bobby took over, oh, yeah, it was game Bob, over. Bobby took over. It just right? seemed like it took a little bit for him to actually take over. It did. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think about the finish? Fucking hated it. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. I mean, and then bring a son into it. Like, come on. So we got to do this again. Finish wise, like I, I wish he would have beaten Goldberg. Yeah. Because I still think we can get to the same destination that we're gonna get to. Unfortunately, had he actually beaten Goldberg, right? I, I remember a point I brought up last week, like. The way they book Goldberg is so interesting, cause he's not gonna he, he he's not gonna beat an Undertaker. He wouldn't beat a Roman Reigns, right? Um, shit, you know they fed him to they fed him to Braun Strowman, right? But he'll he'll beat a Dolph Ziggler. He'll beat a Braun. He'll beat a Bray Wyatt. He didn't. He he didn't beat Bobby Lashley, but he didn't lose to Bobby Lashley. So it's kind of like to himself. It's kind of like how does the company view Bobby Lashley in wake of the way Goldberg lost? 
without losing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like Goldberg's got to win eventually because he fucking fucked his son up. And that's the thing oh, too, I... right? We could have gotten <laughs> we could have gotten Bobby Lashley win via full Nelson. Like maybe he passes out, or maybe he pins Goldberg because a pass out victory is very very dominant, right? But maybe he yeah. pins Goldberg, and then you know still wants to take out a couple frustrations, and then we get the son that comes in. And then we get the sun put in a hurt lock. We can still get to the same destination. And you can still further the feud that way because he murked his son. That's why they should have done it. And now, because you know what else, what other show they announced? Blood Money 6. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be there again. And uh, he will be defeating Bobby Lashley for the championship. So stupid. And I don't like it. No, I'm not with it. That'll take us to a Roman Reigns-Goldberg match at Survivor Series. Unless he loses on Raw or some pay-per-view. But I'm not sure I like it, dog. Yeah, they just need to stop with all that. <laughs> because that's Saudi money. In front of that crowd, that's why they had a Goldberg taker match for that crowd who's just a little behind the times. That's, this crowd draw was so whack. They just yeah. sit there. They don't fucking ever do anything. They're looking for that there's Ultimate no Warrior Yokozuna match. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So. <laughs> fucking get the network. I think that's where we're going, dog. <laughs> we're getting that. We're getting that Lashley Goldberg rematch. And I don't really like it. I don't really like it. Um, speaking of stuff, I don't like, and we'll see how you feel about it. So the Brock Lesnar return. Um, I don't want to say it overshadowed. It overshadowed a bigger story, but it was a similar moment. We got the return of the man. Becky Lynch is back. Becky Lynch defeated Bianca Belair and Carmella and Sasha Banks <laughs> to become the SmackDown Women's Champion. There's a lot to pull apart here, dog. I'm going to let you take it away. What do you think of this shit uh, overall, this entire segment? I know I called it shit, so you know how I feel. And you know I'm about to dig in. How would you feel about this entire thing, dog? I mean, it was a cool comeback, but I thought it lasted way too long. Stare down was like... 10 fucking minutes long like come on let's get this shit going and the way that she beat Bianca was fucking trash Mm -hmm. so stupid she's the fucking she's one of the top stars on Smackdown and that's how you treat her come on now dude I tell you what man that this segment right here totally turned me off to that bullshit Dripstick segment. Yeah, I it, that. it turned me off to Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal up next, which who cares? It turned me off to the Raw Women's Title Triple Threat match. I don't remember anything about that match except the winner. This segment right here, dog. Ugh, where to start? Where to start? Apparently, man, the the word is that that the the E knew 
a minimum eight days in advance that Sasha Banks was not going to be able to compete. Yes. Now, on one hand, it's like, why keep with the false advertisement, right? But on the other hand, if you announce it early that Bianca, or sorry, that Sasha Banks can't compete, maybe it tips off the crowd as to what's going to happen, right? So I, I forgive the whole card subject to change thing, right? And then you bring out Carmella, right? Now, on one hand, you know, you get it's it's a, a bit of a convoluted thing, but on the other hand, bring the crowd down so you can build it up with the actual announcement, right? I get it. So you use Carmella to bring the crowd down because we just saw this match on SmackDown and because Carmella does not take the place of a Sasha Banks. And then, boom, it hits, right? Becky Lynch, she's back. The man is coming around, right? She gets Carmella up out of there. Cool. I'm not even mad that she beat Bianca Belair because the man is back. And in that moment, you knew Bianca Belair was going to lose her title. But... Damn, dog. It should have went longer, obviously. What I mean, was that? Was, yeah, no, it was that was it was so stupid. It was pointless. I'm fucking sick. I was we I mean cuz I that was that's not the way it would have went down if it was Sasha and Bianca. Dog. We would have got a full on match. Outside of the fact that they followed it with Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal. Outside of the fact we wasted 10 minutes with Ms. Morrison and and Xavier Woods. Like, so that was time that could have been given to a match. Outside of the fact it took us 10, 7, 8 minutes to get to whatever that was. Becky and Bianca. Even despite the fact that the streets say Becky's going to be heel. You could have given us. A seven, eight minute match just to whet our appetite as to how epic this could be. And they didn't at all. And they didn't. And Becky Lynch could have still won by nefarious means. Yeah. Foot on the rope. Grab the tights. Thumb in the eye. Right? The crowd would have still went crazy. Michael Cole and Pat McAfee could have sold it on commentary like, yo, that was kind of wild. Like, the man is still wilding. And still plant the seeds for an angry Bianca Belair to come back for her title. It's I don't see Bianca complaining about the whole idea of, like, being overwhelmed by Becky. They might tell that story, but she's the EST, right? No. That shouldn't be a problem. No. I could, I could more buy into the story of a competitive match that went – a different way from a superstar that she respected, respected. But since you want to win that way, pull my tights, thumb in the eye, whatever it was, you got to get this smoke. Give me that story. Not going to happen. <laughs> you don't take the one. And listen, I'm not going to play the card. A lot of people been playing the black card. I'm not even going to play that card. We know their history ain't right. We know what they did to Kofi. 
We know how black superstars have been in the Royal Rumble, quick athletic spot, and then tossed out. We know what they're about to do to Bobby Lashley. I'm not going to play that card, though. You don't take the woman who you have built the entire SmackDown Women's Division around. What month is this? August? She won the Rumble from number three. She beat Sasha Banks in the main event of night one of WrestleMania and arguably the second or third best match of the three, or sorry, the two nights. Oh, yeah, 100%. She was in an entertaining, compelling feud with Bayley that she didn't get closure for only because Bayley sprained her ACL. But it was a very compelling, entertaining rivalry to establish Bianca Belair. She was in the middle of another compelling rivalry with Sasha Banks that she did not get closure for because of whatever's going on with Sasha. And despite the fact that she did not get the closure of her two biggest feuds to start off her match, to start off her reign with, she was still holding down the SmackDown Women's Division single-handedly. She was. And that's how, and that's how you do it. And it was just lazy fucking booking. It was extremely lazy. I hated it. And I feel, and I feel like that's even just too easy. I feel like that's like letting them off. I hated it. And I mean, like you said, the fucking the stupid segments. Like we could we could have had a fucking match. <laughs> we could have had a taste, just a taste, a taste. I. Complete, completely turned me off to to SummerSlam. Completely turned me off. I didn't give a shit about Drew and Drew and Gender. I couldn't get into the triple threat match. I remember a corkscrew off the top. I remember Nikki tapping out. I remember Charlotte winning again. They've got turned no idea what off. they're doing over there in the women's division. Turned me off to everything. I wasn't even like I was kind of apathetic toward the Charlotte victory. It just ugh. everything they've done in the past what since June, June, July, August. Yeah, everything everything they've done in the women's division, especially from the Raw side, it's been pointless. Ugh. Ever since Rhea Ripley won the championship, it's been pointless. At Mania, fucking ugh. They had a chance with Nikki. Follow this shit through. Just follow through. It was a triple threat match. She's been the she's been the happy go lucky, winning luckily. Give her the win. If either she wins by luck or she actually beats somebody, give her the win. Not today, kid. <laughs> like, ugh. I was completely turned off by SummerSlam. Once that happened with Becky. The Mysterio's Uso match, that was cool. What else even happened? The RK Bro match, fun moment. It was like seven minutes. That was cool. That was SummerSlam. It uh, It was a tale of two SummerSlams. Yeah. Everything up to Edge and Seth Rollins, trash. I was down to say worst SummerSlam ever. Right? I was down to say that. Edge and Seth Rollins brought it back some. 
I couldn't even really care. Like, Damian Priest won the United States title, and I didn't even really care. Shit, I thought he was done after he landed straight on his tailbone. Bruh, yeah. Yeah. Alexa Bliss, that happened. What was that? We, we forgot knew, about that, too. We knew it, we knew it wasn't going to be done, but it happened. Usos, Mysterios, I mean, I don't know, man. The Mysterios are really close to the Guerrero family. They suck at frog splashes, I tell you what. Yeah. I tell shit. you what. But that completely turned me off. I found out during SummerSlam that that, that Drew McIntyre named his sword Angela. What? <laughs> yeah. But dog, we knew. Listen, I was gonna give. Listen, I was I I was gonna give some jokes about Bianca losing to the man. I was gonna give some light jokes. You know what I'm saying? Bianca held it down, and then the man came, and Bianca had to lose. I was gonna give the light jokes, but they could have had a seven eight minute match just to give us a taste, dog. Oh, well, they definitely could have. That shit is so fucking crazy. But that's the frustration of WWE. SummerSlam sucked up until Edge and Seth Rollins. And it still wasn't really enough. But God damn it, after an epic Roman Reigns-John Cena match, they pulled the trigger on fucking Brock Lesnar. And it's almost like, oh shit. Not forgivable. But we, as we've said for years, when they want to get it right, God damn. Well, they can. It's just yeah. when they want to. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, we don't even know if they're going to get it right with Brock. <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll see how that follow-up goes. But no, SummerSlam sucked until the last three matches. Goldberg, Bobby Lashley wasn't even that great because the payoff to that is going to piss me off. I'm going to still give it a five because Edge and Seth Rollins was dope. And that Roman Reigns John Cena match was a fucking epic. I'm gonna give her a, a right in the middle. I'll give it a six. Man, where's my water? Where's my liquor? I forgot to get some juice, so I've been drinking this brown straight, just taking sips. What's it called? Uh, neat. It's neat. Neat. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, goodness. NXT Takeover. Thirty six. What did you think of the whole show, dog? It was, again, pretty good. <laughs> it was easy to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to watch that one live. Nice. Uh, there's a couple things I didn't like, but other than that, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, solid show. Super solid show. Um, let's see. I, maybe a couple matches underwhelmed, but the shit. You know what? Let me think. Let me think. You know what? No, I give it a seven. I'll give it a seven because nothing was bad. But now that I'm thinking about yeah. each match. Yeah, let's break it down. I think we can agree on the match of the night. Yes, I think so. Cause that fucking match might have been the match of the year. It might have been. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. You're not just going to keep slapping me about my chest and neck, dog. Uh-uh. Golly. Ilya uh, Dragunov. He worked for that one. Has dethroned Walter. David and Goliath. The king has fallen. We have a new champion. 
What a brutal fucking epic match. It was nonstop ass whipping the whole time. (laughs) Dog. Dog. Shout out to region.mat on the IG. We were tweeting. We were were DMing each other um, during during the match. What was he saying? (laughs) I'm going back now. Just... He said, first start, it started off, yo, are you watching this shit? It's badass. This is during the match. We had, te- we had tweeted, uh, DM'd a little bit um, during the, the kickoff before the uh, before the match started, before the, the show started. But he DM'd me during the Walter Dragunov match. He said, yo, you watching this shit? It's badass. I said, dog. <laughs> I said, dog, I couldn't take half of a chop, let alone how Dragunov's chest looks right now. And then at the end of it, I, I DM'd him. I said, I said, exhales. <sighs> wow he said holy shit man listen what a fucking epic brutal battle that was it definitely brought it my chest is hot thinking about it like did you see like Walter's chest was bad did you see what Dragunov had to go through (laughs) yeah I mean most people couldn't do that Dog. Hey, man. Just wanted it more. Dog. Question from Twitter. Would you take, would you rather do (laughs) 10 chops from Walter for a million dollars or dinner with Jay-Z? Matter of fact, I'll make it easier. Five chops. Yeah, I'll take the five. Bruh, he'll chop my chest off after the second one. That's a, that's a mill, though. <laughs> Half of that shit gonna be gone to chest reconstruction. <laughs> 500,000. Dog. The finish, it, was, it wasn't even like... It was not a sports entertainment finish. It was like... It was a fight finish. They put each other through so much that Dragunov had to resort. Like, dog, you're not going to chop me in my chest. You're not going to keep elbowing me in the back of my head and neck. Like, that, look, uh, I'm in, I'm at the crib saying, oh, oh, oh. I gave him a pull. I'm in the middle of my crib by myself and clapped at the end of the match. I clapped at the end of the match. He choked Walter out when he cinched up that second time. It wasn't no dramatic like Willie or Woney. It was I've been through a twenty-five minute fight and he's choking me out. Let me call it. He didn't want it. He didn't want it as much. Like a fucking fight. Holy shit. Nah, it was not. Nah, that was that was something. It was something special. Holy we haven't seen a match like that in a shit. long time. Not since the first one. <laughs> Did you go back and watch the first one? I didn't. No, <laughs> I might. Dog, whenever I get a chance, man, I might watch them back to back because fuck, we knew it was gonna be brutal. Damn, dog, that's a worthy, worthy, worthy sequel. Worthy sequel. Congratulations to the new champ. Like I said, I, I see Walter on NXT soon. 
Samoa Joe gonna have a he 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 already got a handful of problems, man. Uh, oh yeah. Gargano making his name known. L.A. Knight. Um, Pete Dunne. Kyle O'Reilly. But uh, listen, it might be a, listen. Listen, the tide might be shifting, dog. Uh, I know Walter don't necessarily want to come to America. I don't know. Don't put, I? I can't see Walter on Raw or SmackDown. No, I don't see him rolling with that. Yeah, my goodness. Um, take it wherever you want to, dog. What was your next match tonight? What matches? Uh, what match hit for you? Shit, Cameron Grimes. Fun, feel good moment, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, man. That was fun. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then, I mean, I mean, there's not really much to talk about that one. I mean, we knew what was going to happen with that, you know. Yeah. But, um, uh, I mean, like I said, it was all it was all good, but there was no topping. None. No. No, no topping. Um, I'll be honest, man. I kind of wasn't even super focused on the main event. No, neither was I. And I mean, yeah. like, I feel like. I feel like we knew what was going to happen with that one as well, you know? And that didn't bother me so much, but, like, I wasn't all the way into it. Not just the Raw's War, not just Monday Night Raw stuff. They were chanting Hardy at the beginning of the match. It didn't feel like the blood feud. No. That they made it out to be. It just didn't hit like that. No, no, uh, no. So, a solid, you know, heavyweight match. First match back for Samoa Joe. First three-time NXT champion. Um, Salute to him. It just didn't really hit like that. No. You know? But it was going to be, I mean, the crescendo of the night, it was going to be hard to, you know, it was a different style of match, a different style of epic. It just, you know, yeah, it just kind of didn't hit like that. I've never been on the carrying cross train, as I've been pretty loud in saying. Um, But, you know, hey, you know, no no hating, just pushing forward. Um, What do you think about the the undisputed finale, man? Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. I thought that ending was fucking weak, dude. Mm. <laughs> and the crowd did too. I didn't like that they were chanting bullshit. No, neither did I. I didn't think it was a good crowd to begin with. I didn't think it was either. I didn't think it was either. But I mean, I wasn't expecting that ending. It just seemed kind of abrupt. Yeah. But yeah, the crowd. I thought the crowd was pretty whack during the whole most of the whole pay per view. I agree. I agree. Um, as far as this match goes, man, it, it, it didn't, it, it felt like it just never hit that other gear for me. Yeah. No, it never did. It never hit that epic. Um, especially for it to be the final chapter. It just never really, never really hit for me. Um, I thought the finish was underwhelming. I'll say that. I thought it was underwhelming. I thought it was creative, and it made Kyle O'Reilly look good. Um, but you know what? I guess it kind of the finish was kind of like the underline to the entire feud, right? The entire feud, Adam Cole and his ego, you know, undersold Kyle O'Reilly. He overlooked him, right? The way he lost the first fall, he was over. He he overlooked Kyle O'Reilly. Got the sneak one, two, three. If you handcuff a man to a steel cage in a match where you can win by escape. Why don't just leave? We could just left. Right. <laughs> so 
that's where it kind of under you know under, again underlines the story. Adam Cole's ego. He went for the super kick, but here's the thing with that too. He did it on the wrong leg. He was working the left knee, and he went with the super kick with the right knee, right foot. And Kyle O'Reilly call it caught caught it catch a catch a bullet catch a bullet. Uh, caught the super kick, turned into a heel hook, and, and got the tap out. Um, it just yeah, it just kind of just didn't hit. Just didn't hit the full gear for me. No, and I mean I'm I'm kind of glad it's over. Yeah, because I got I mean those dudes they can they can fucking go. Yeah, but I was just tired of seeing those two go at it. There's just so much. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know what else is out there for either of them, uh-huh. really. But I'm sure we're gonna get like some fatal four way or fatal five way to determine who fights Joe. Yeah, new challenger. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shit, man. I guess we can kind of even just fake speculate. Um, as of now, the word is the word is that Adam Cole has not signed his yep. WWE contract. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, you still stand tall on that? You think he? You think he leaves? I think he does. Yeah. He's not like. I mean, I've seen somebody comment on it, and he's just not fucking his size. I yeah. think that's going to be a big thing. I mean. With him staying, if he stays in the, I mean, WWE, he sees how they treat people of his size. It's going to be, it's going to be hard. It will be hard. You know. It will be hard. And he'll just get, I feel like he might just get lost in the shuffle. Everybody else that's the same size as him. You know. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at it, like, who, look who's champions now on the men's side. Very true. All big fucking dudes. Very true. And he's not exactly like. He's not exactly like a cut up dude either. Like he's not he's not no. Finn Balor cut up. Mm-mm. He's not Seth Rollins cut up. Um, even Shawn Michaels when he was leading that brigade, Shawn Michaels was cut up. Yeah. Adam Cole, like yeah, he's an athlete, and his mic skills and, and talent will take him far. But he kind of has like regular guy body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No slight, but you know we know what it is. Um. Miz, he's a reality TV star. Morrison, he's got, you know, he's still got the abs. Um, I'm just thinking, I'm just trying to scroll through the roster real quick. Uh, Apollo Crews, huge dude. Big E, titties for days. Um, AJ Styles is AJ Styles, you know. Omos is seven feet tall. You can't teach that. Um, Randy Orton is Randy Orton. Matt Riddle, um, kind of cut up. MMA background, like. There's potential there. A Matt Riddle, Adam Cole feud, that'd be tight. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be tight. Adam Cole with a lot of those guys would be fun. Adam Cole and AJ Styles. Adam Cole and Randy Orton. Um, Adam Cole and Seth Rollins. Like, the potential is there. I'm just, you know, timid. Yeah, not timid. with you. Um, and you're looking at the flip side. You know, Adam Cole and Kenny Omega. Um, Adam Cole and CM Punk would be fire. Oh yeah, Adam Cole and, and Darby Allen. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Adam Cole and Hangman. Fucking, you get the Rebel babyface Adam Cole against MJF. Dude, Adam Cole and Pac. Adam Cole and Andrade. Adam Cole and Miro. 
and Cody. I'm fucking losing my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just thinking about it. Uh, I don't know. But Adam Cole and maybe Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. It's coming. What a time. What a time. Because the instant story would be, hey, you're our friend. Come join us. But he can't. He can't just fall into that. He can't fall into that. No. I do. Big intrigue. Big, big intrigue. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, and then we've got the women's title match. We didn't talk. We didn't talk about that. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez defeats Dakota Kai to retain the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, what you think of that? It was a fight. It was. She put up. She put up a better fight than I thought she was going to. Yeah. She did. Yes, she did. And Raquel respects that. So <laughs> you know. I could definitely tell that Dakota Kai, and you know, tweeting that too, I said Dakota Kai is going for her WrestleMania 11 performance uh, to go along with the Sean Diesel thing. Um, I had a feeling Dakota Kai was going to go out there and really try to put on a performance, and she did her thing. Um, yeah. You can tell she kind of led the match a little bit more. Raquel Gonzalez definitely held up her end. That was, it was pretty solid. Pretty solid. I wish the storyline was fleshed out a little bit more. Um, but but she did her thing, man. And I think the finish was really dope. It was. Really dope finish. It wasn't just going to be a regular one-on powerbomb. She went for the kick. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see that finish coming at all. She went for the kick. She caught it. Brought her up. I was like, oh, okay. Had to vanquish that demon, man. Um, see what it does. See, and yeah, we saw what it did, dog. We saw what it did. NXT is in an interesting spot now. Um, all the rumors of the whatnot and the, and the whatnot. Um, Cameron Grimes, he needs something to do. He gave the, the million-dollar title back to Ted DiBiase. L.A. Knight seems to have elevated himself, going to, you know, face toward the, uh, going toward, you know, the, the NXT championship. Maybe he won't be the first challenger, but he's he's up in the, the upper, lech, upper echelon of the main event talent. Uh, we got Hit Row and Legato Del Fantasma, I think, putting on a really underrated feud. Um, that's, that's been kind of fun, the bits I've seen. Um, Danny Burch is back. Yep. And I think we're seeing the beginning phases of War Games. Mark it here. I know it's August. War Games will be in November. We're seeing the, the beginning phases of War Games. I imagine that'll be, uh, you know, Pete Dunne, Danny Burch, Oni Lorcan. Ridge Holland against probably Thatcher, Ciampa, Samoa Joe, and what, Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah. Maybe. Um, who, else, uh, who else would be an upper-level babyface? Um, Cameron Grimes? Nah, no parts. Yeah. No parts. Um, Johnny Gargano may turn babyface. I, I think he's still doing great with heel work. So, yeah, I think, we do, I think we're laying out the, the beginning parts of, of War Games. Um, give me that. Give yeah, me that. That'll be a uh, definitely old school violent war games. Uh, the idea of Samoa Joe in war games. Nice. Nice. So yeah. Ridge Holland back in the spot he would have been in had he not gotten injured. He was being built for that war games match before they bought in Pat McAfee. Um, so, yeah, man. Interesting. Interesting times. Interesting times we're in. Uh, and of course, AEW is AEW. AEWing. 
Uh, Malachi Black, he's he's putting down the Anderson family one by one. Jason, he's killing them all. <laughs> yeah, man. All Out is looking stacked. Low-key. Low-key stacked. There's going to be some good stuff on that card. We'll have a lot to talk about there. Um, what else happened in the world of wrestling, man? Anything we've uh, anything we've missed out on? I don't think so. I think we got it all. Yeah. I think. I think so too. Um, SmackDown tonight. AEW is doing a thing. Miro wants to murder everybody. I'm with that. Um, Miro and Eddie Kingston. That should be fun. Miro's promo yeah. game. It's on fire. Yo, this Redeemer character. Let's get it. Do you think we see Lana or CJ Perry? Maybe she debuts as. Eventually, I think we will. He he's he keeps mentioning her, doesn't he? Yeah. He keeps mentioning his wife. Um, whatever though, whatever happens, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with that. Give me more Miro. Pause if need be. Um, great time to be a fan, dog. Great time to be a fan. I think that lull after SummerSlam, I don't think we're going to be seeing that the same because we got we got alternatives, dog. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. going to be a good time. Um, let's call it, man. Let's get up out of here, man. Big Ren, let me know how you can reach on the social medias, dog. You got it, Miguel. You guys can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at A motherfucker, A underscore M, A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. You can also find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F. H-H-D-U-P-316. Check it out, y'all. No doubt. Hit me on Twitter and the Instant Grams at Juvi Desayuno. J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page, both Twitter and the Instant Grams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, etc., and things of that nature. But above all else, you listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor, some are listening on Google Podcasts, and some are listening on Breaker, some are even listening on Radio Public, wherever you're listening. Heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that it's a good time to be a fan of, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Dog, we'll be back next week. Breaking down and giving our predictions for AEW's All Out. It's going to be a slapper. I can't believe that's already next week. Oh, man. A zapper. Looking forward to that. Uh, but no doubt, man. I am your guy, Juve. Here, as always, with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together, we are the Hurricane and Rosie. Until next time. Hope we will see y'all. Next time. <coughs> Adios, amigos. <sighs> Salute.